Hey, look, what's the most famous coffee in Afghanistan? Uh, I don't know. Osama bin Latta. <laughs> Coming up on this week's episode of Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about the news of the week, did the CIA create the term conspiracy theorist, The Shape of Water, and Mindhunter, episode 7. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Digital Citizen special uh, super edition on a Tuesday because uh, someone's seeing Russell Brand tomorrow. Hello, the girl that's seeing Russell Brand tomorrow. Woo! Hello! Hey, Fro! Hey, everybody! Hello. How are you? Um, I'm excited about tomorrow. And cool. still very fat and pregnant. <laughs> Still really fat and pregnant. I wonder yeah. why. Getting bigger, in fact. Strange, that. Hmm. <laughs> it's almost like you're growing or something. I know. Weird. Uh, are you getting fat, fat and pregnant, to look? Uh, no, just fat. But just that's fat. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> you could be pregnant with a food baby. <laughs> push, push. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we have some uh, extra quick, extra news. Uh, thanks to my girlfriend, she, uh, thanks to Margaret, she, she was like, hey, do you know uh, Russia got banned for, uh, from the Winter Olympics? I was like, what? The Winter Literally Olympics? breaking right now. Right. Yeah. Just came out, brand new news. And we so have so news. much news this week, it's... It, we're skipping right into the news because it's like the biggest news week of the world. So yeah, my yeah. eyeballs are going to fall out from all the reading of articles. Uh, Russia Olympic team was banned from the 2018 Winter Olympics in Pechang, South Korea. The country's government officials are forbidden to attend. Its flag will not be displayed at the opening ceremony, and its anthem will not sound. Any athletes who received special dispensation to compete. Uh, Pete will also uh, do as individuals wearing neutral uniforms and the official record books will forever show that uh, Russia won zero medals. This was the punishment uh, issued Tuesday uh, to proud uh, sports juggernaut uh, that has come long issued 
the Olympics have shown global force that but it was exposed for systematic doping in previously uh, unfemable ways. The International Olympic Committee, after compelling its own prolonged investigation that uh, reddited that it's been known for more than uh, a year, handed Russia penalties for doping uh, so severe that we were out precedent in Olympic fucking history. That is wow. dopey Russians. That's, that's saying something. The ruling uh, was finally confirmation by the, that the nation was guilty of executing uh, ex extensive state-backed doping program. The scheme was revealed perhaps only that the notorious program con uh, conducted by East Germans through the 60s, 70s and 80s. Now the sports world will wait to see how Russia uh, responds. And I was thinking, oh my god, we're going to have the Third World War over fucking... Uh, Plus, the this Olympics is in South Korea, by the way. But I was just <laughs> yeah. about to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in, in an effort to get through this, because quick news. Uh, <laughs> I got some other quick news. Uh, remember we covered the Elon Musk gigantic battery in Australia that he was going to set up? Yes. Yeah. That is set yeah. up and are already being used. That was faster than I thought it would be. Yay. Uh, Argentina sub that we covered the last few weeks, they have stopped searching for the sub completely. Oh, no. And then remember when we covered Facebook was developing soft AI software to track people with suicidal uh, tendencies or suicidal type posts? They mm -hmm. were using an AI to check them out. Well, that AI is in service and being used on Facebook as we speak. Well, um, we talked about it before, and what is it with fucking robots uh, lately? Now, Sophia, the world's uh, first robot citizen, wants a baby. Remember when we talked about this? And um, how scary she is. And ah. how scary she is. And now she wants a baby. She wants to yeah. procreate. I don't know what this means. Oh, well, she wants a family. Right. Which what you got to assume would mean a child, but does that mean they want... Does that mean she wants an actual human baby, or does she want a robot child? Doesn't really actually say in the... It's okay. It says here that this is what Sophia actually said. The notion of family is really important. Uh, a really important thing, it seems. I think it's wonderful that people can find the same emotions and relationships they call family outside of their blood groups, mm. too. You don't have any blood, Sophia, by the way, but... Yeah, and she'd call, <laughs> she would choose to name her baby Sophia after herself. So maybe she just wants another, another Sophia to be made. She wants another of herself. That is so fucking scary. Isn't that how Terminator yeah. starts? <laughs> yeah, Start that is how Terminator. Every yeah. end of the world to do with robots thing starts with the one robot wanting another robot, and another oh, robot, and another robot. So scary. And then those robots uh, want other robots, right? Yeah, and it will just continue until we are obsolete and the robots are running the world. Probably better than the humans, <clears throat> to be fair, because humans are awful. But. Right, that, well, yeah. Uh, they would They would definitely follow a cleaner energy plan than we would. You, you know that. Yeah, and that war would happen. 
Right. Well, unless it was against us, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, we'd 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 be wiped out pretty quick. That's why it's scary. It is freaking scary. So no, Sophia, you and... can't have a baby called Sophia. <laughs> No, I don't want her to have a baby, to be honest. Uh, I, I I would not appreciate that at all. I'm still confused as I to think... whether it's going to be... it's If they're speaking of a human or there's... Because in the thing, she says a family... Uh, they call a family outside of their blood groups, too. Meaning, like, mm. maybe she's referencing a human baby. It seems like that maybe yeah. that's what's happening, but... Hmm, I don't know. Would well, we give a... Give... A robot, a human baby? That sounds a little scary. No, we wouldn't even give a human a robot baby. <laughs> well, <laughs> you get well, those reborn dolls. Well, even... those reborn dolls is pretty scary, if you ask me. Yeah, but the worst that they do is drink and pee. Talking Sophie about is like out talking Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> yeah, talking about scary. Hawaii begins testing Cold War era sirens warning system and uh, it's because of North Korea it's North Korea this time so we're covering yeah. all the Koreas that's true yeah uh, yeah Hawaii what has is reinstated their the nuclear Koreans? nuclear attack warning system which obviously they've had they've had for a while but apparently they haven't they're updating it uh, the system from the cold war that's what router uh, reuters reported uh and they're the first state to start reinstating these so i get in that's what it says in the article so i'm assuming that other states are going to follow i wouldn't be surprised california maybe next uh alaska me here in oregon those would be like the first places but according to some articles i read recently the most recent uh, rocket that they sent up could reach all the way to the east coast if they wanted to. So, wow. Yeah. In other scary news, I think this is the scary news podcast today. Uh, Donald be Trump. Afraid. <laughs> be afraid. Be very afraid. Donald Trump. Uh, that word in itself is fucking scary. Uh, and Britain first. Uh, U.S. President attacks Theresa May and tells her to focus on radical Islam terror in the U.K. and not him. Which is As it happens. This it was hilarious that he's retweeted things from Britain first. Britain well, first. I don't know about hilarious, but well, definitely it... <laughs> completely misinformed. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Satirically uh, hilarious. Yeah. Because yeah. Britain first, if for people that don't know, um, there's also a taking the Mickey out of Britain first group online called Britain first, spelled F U R S T, that points out all of the errors in their very far right views. It's right. all posts about look at this, um, these Muslim youths that are attacking white people because they're Muslims and Muslims are bad. Get all the Muslims out. And yeah, um, Donald Trump has retweeted some of their posts or reposted whatever it was on. I'm guessing retweeted because he does live on Twitter. I think it was a retweet of a video. Uh, uh... There were three. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, 
I, that's yes. I, th- I at least from the news I heard here in America, they never really referenced how many. They, they said they they were videos, and they there is, the one thing is you don't know if it was him going to these specific groups and going, oh, I like this stuff from this group, because it's Twitter. It could have just been him retweeting something that somebody else had retweeted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I, I think that's probably the most. But likely. who knows? Maybe he actually was doing this uh, because he backs these this group. But I I really don't know. Yeah, he might have heard about Britain cool. first and gone, oh hey, they say things that I I knew that was going on over there. I knew Britain was all full of Islamic fundamentalists and terrorists, and decided to tweet them. But it's more than likely he's just seen it and gone, oh yeah, I'll, I'll share that one. Right. And because of this U.S. development. Matt have reportedly dropped Donald Trump's planned working visit to the UK. So, yeah. good news for you over there. He just you somebody have... made a good point. Um, I can't remember what TV show it was. On. It was one of the satirical weekly news funny shows. Sure. Um, was saying that because Prince Harry's engaged, um, and there's been sort of lots of people happy about it. Lots of people saying, well, you know. We'll only be happy about it if we get a public holiday. Somebody pointed out maybe they should just do President Trump's visit on one certain day and give everybody over here a public holiday and see what happens. I think that would be absolutely hilarious. Because <laughs> we've already protested for him to not come on a state visit, so he was not allowed to meet the Queen. Now, he's uh, having to postpone his working visit, and it won't be in December or January. I don't think it'll even be in February. How many times have we covered this same story? Is this the third or fourth time that <laughs> Trump fourth, has said that they were going to go yeah. to yeah. to yeah. the UK and he did not because of one thing or another? Most of the time it was protests. There was also a big thing this week. Was it this week or was it last week where Parliament uh, had the big discussion about whether they should completely ban Trump from the UK? Mm-hmm. I think that must have been this week. I think, um, yeah, I think it was this week. Because there's a lot, there's a lot of people that have been petitioning for it. Because we don't want him to come over here. Well, we already remember the people already signed this giant petition almost a year ago, and they debated it, and and they decided no, we're not going to do it. And now that they see, they're now the parliament's going, oh, maybe we should. It's like, wait, didn't we? Didn't the people already tell you that that's what they wanted? Yeah, it takes yeah. a while for it to sink in, and if people continue to say it, as everybody has been for the past year, sure. Um, but but that's that's more of the less of the point as well. I was thinking about it this week, like uh, would I go and po- protest Donald Trump visiting Norway? Uh, and I I was like, no. First and foremost, he would never visit there because it's too fucking cold, <laughs> and. Uh, I was like, does it really matter? Does it really matter if he visits Norway? Like, I, I don't want him here. It's not right. like I, I'm going to give him fucking cake for yeah. uh, coming over here. But uh, going p- protesting him seems a little like uh, it's your fucking business, America, who, who, if you're stupid enough to vote in um egomanic lunatic I think it's it's slightly different here because of his um, golf courses and things that he has in the UK right yeah and he thought well up until 
probably quite recently, the past few years, he thought that he was sort of highly thought of over here because mm. of that. Like, that would look up to him and, oh, you know, he's, he's the owner of this golf course and he does right. this, he does that. But we're sort of showing him, like, no, we don't want you here. You can't even come to your own golf course, mate. We don't. Mm. <laughs> we are not interested. Get away from us. We're Brits and we're not having it, basically. That's yeah. the kind of... The general message that we're putting out, like people in the UK don't want anything to do with him. I mean, in the worst case scenario, you only have to hold out for seven more years. So, yeah, that's the worst case scenario. Yeah, mm. worst, don't worst. Talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, talking about the UK, um, uh, it's good. Some good Brexit news. Oh wait, there is. <laughs> Because UK and EU fail to strike Brexit talk deals. Aww. Yeah, this time it's uh, the fault of Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is getting a bit complicated because Northern Ireland is part of the U is part of the UK, right? And obviously, Southern Ireland is of itself its own country. Um, but they don't want a hard border being put up between Northern and Southern Ireland again, because obviously there's been a whole bunch of issues between those two anyway, and things are starting to be not as bad as they were, and they don't want things getting worse. But that would then mean Northern Ireland stays in the EU, stays with the same, well, the same as it is now, basically, which would make it different and separate from the UK, which could then mean that Wales and Scotland could then start petitioning to stay in the EU. Sure, right. So it's difficult and complicated, but they can't can't come to an agreement. Or I haven't yet. I well, at least from when it first happened, I, I remember Scotland saying they definitely didn't want it. But I don't. I think Wales would probably stay in. Is what it sounded like to me. But I don't. I don't know. It sounds like the whole reason this broke down is because the DUP, which is the same party that gave Theresa May the. Uh, prime ministership. Uh, yeah, they're the ten, the ten MPs in Westminster that actually give the Conservatives the majority they are over everybody else. They're really flexing their muscles this year. That those ten people, it's pretty like they've got a lot of power. It seems. Yeah, well, they got a whole bunch of money first, and then the power on top of it. Yep. <laughs> it was a very <laughs> stupid deal for Theresa May to do just to get power because she didn't want to do a coalition. Or I've got another vote. power! And yeah, and the DUP are a scary party in themselves. Exactly. <sighs> They're wow. the Trump Republicans of the UK, practically. Yeah, so. yeah, they, they are. They just have a different accent. <laughs> uh, back to the United States of America. ABC News clarifies that, mm, correct, it's a bombshell report of Michael Flynn's discussions uh, with Russia, ABC News on Friday corrected uh, a stunning news report about Michael Flynn, the former White House official who pleaded guilty to giving a false statement to the FBI, which sparked a feeding frenzy and ricocheted across the markets. Flynn, uh, President Donald, Donald Trump's former national security advisor, admitted to lying to federal investigators about conversation he held with Sergei E. Gizlik, a Russian so the thing diplomat. here is, uh, 
ABC had it. Uh, they had call. Uh, they had said that they initially uh, the day that this all happened. They said that uh, Flynn was going to testify that Trump told him to talk to the Russians before Trump had been put into office. When it turned out, it was actually after. And if it's afterwards, uh, that's just him doing his job. Where if it's if it's before them getting in, it's he's not supposed to be talking to Russia because he's still right. in an election. Yeah. Um, right. So ABC put out this report, and it was completely false. But it was out during the time that everybody was paying attention to this. So even now, still people believe that Trump told him to go talk to the Russians in some kind of nefarious way, when really Trump was just telling this guy to do his job. But for some reason, he f- lied to the FBI about it. That's the reason he's in trouble. He, he lied about something mm-hmm. that wasn't even against the rules to begin with, which is very confusing. Yeah. So the question is, why did he what? lie about it? Yeah, yeah, why did he lie? That's a really, 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 really good question. It's, surely it's, it's, a, it's, it, it's a written it's like Don't lie to the it, FBI. Yeah, it's like John Oliver said, says uh, all the fucking time. It's stupid Watergate. <laughs> lo- stupid gate. I, yeah, stupid gate. Um, also in America, we have so fucking much news this week. Uh, We're the making Senate good time, passes- though, considering how much news oh, we yeah. have. We're making pretty good time, yeah. Uh, Senate passes sweeping res- re- <laughs> revision of U.S. That's tax good. code, right. Uh, this yeah. one's... Eh, not super interesting to talk about, so I think we can go through it pretty quick, but uh, it's horrible for people here in America, is what it is. They yeah, it's cut corporate tax from 35% to 20%, giving corporations yeah. uh, a tax break, massive tax break, and they said that there's going to be tax breaks for middle class, but if you look at the numbers, it's really not that big, and it only lasts... For a certain amount of time, and then the taxes on those people go up um, after a while, where the corporate tax rate doesn't. So the Republicans thing here is they say, if we give corporations this extra money, it's incentive for them to bring back uh, jobs from other countries because the tax rate's lower, and it's also um, it'll also create more jobs because corporations will have more money to give more jobs to people. But in the history of the world, giving a corporation more money has never created more jobs because they just never. spend it on other things. Yeah, uh, yeah. just keep it. That, that's you know, that's the corporations fucking yeah. It's the corporations fucking work to do that. Yeah, it's keeping it in 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 inside their uh, right to increase profits every quarter. That's the whole point yeah, of, of any corporation. Yeah. And if you're getting that break then you can just say, oh, look at all this money we've made for this extra quarter, and then the next quarter, you're going to have to even make more than that. And that's the problem with the uh, corporate uh, capitalist idea, is that there is... The idea of capitalism is that there's no finite amount of resources. In a capitalist society that has a finite amount of resources, the corporations Mm. can't keep growing. Because mm-hmm. they right. run out of resource, where this, yeah. in, in America right now, they just are uh, under the assumption that there isn't, but there is. So it, it breaks the whole capitalist system. And this is them, this is the Republicans just trying to give money to their corporate buddies. So Yeah. And also, talking about um, resources, they've opened the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge to oil drilling in right. amongst so that's all of good. this. Which is a nice little thing to throw in there, just to make it like mm-hmm. extra bad. 
that's Norway. A global issue. <laughs> then some Norwegian news. The local our favorite newspaper about Norwegian things. Uh, Norway nears political agreement over driverless buses. Yay! Several Norwegian cities could see driverless buses on the roads within the next few years, with majority in the parliament expected to vote on Tuesday in favor of a new law enabling the automatically transport to be trailed. <laughs> see what I did there? Uh, I saw a great meme today. It was a, just a picture of a like a Ford truck driving down the road, and it said, s- s- with all these driverless cars, soon... Uh, we're going to have cowboy songs where the truck drives away from the cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a poor, lonesome cowboy, and I'm not really far away from home. (laughs) So, I can't decide whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. It seems quite scary, but not quite as scary as Sophia. Uh, I mean, it's... It's a little of, of both, to be honest. We've it's had like, driverless oh, okay. cars and things that have been running here in America for a while, and the accident yeah. rate is incredibly low. Um, yeah. I would trust it. Uh, Tesla just recently came out with their semi-truck, which is just, uh, it's really cheap comparatively to a regular semi-truck, and it's driverless, and it has all these extra features uh I think Tesla also put out their Roadster, which is like $200,000, and it's faster than any supercar from Italy. Uh, And it's maybe a third or even a quarter of the price. So, yeah, Uh, this this whole uh, driverless car thing is coming faster uh, maybe than I thought it was. But Mm -hmm. here in America, it's taking a little longer to get through the laws. Uh, In Norway, it seems like you're a little more open to the idea, so... That's because we don't have any people to drive over because there's nobody here. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, well, uh, in 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 perspective, it, it isn't because there there's no nothing like close to how many people there is in, for example, the states. Uh, well, it depends on where like... you are, but anywhere where there would be a driverless yeah. car, yeah. But I wonder how well the driverless car does on snow. Like, what happens when it goes into a That's skid? A Does a driverless car know yeah. how to deal with a skid? I don't know. Yeah. You'd assume they'd program it so that it would, and it wouldn't have the human error factor. Right. right. Well, that's a big thing now is uh, with driverless cars, is the whole idea that, like, if if the car if if the car is going a certain speed and there's a person in front of it, it recognizes go on the left, and to the right, there's, like, a cliff. Does it hit the person... Or does it drive off the cliff, killing the person in the car? And a human can make that choice, but a, a driverless car cannot. So yeah. In the follow-up to uh, what we talked a little about uh, last week, we talked about Matt Lauer losing his uh, job at uh, NBC, was it? Right. Yeah, yeah. NBC yeah. News. Uh, Matt Lauer... Uh, why is he in the news this week, Luke? Um, this was kind of just a big thing in the press and the media and between pundits for certain things, but he got in trouble. And I guess I barely noticed this, but apparently to Clinton supporters during the campaign, Matt Lawler was really mean to her 
I don't remember it. Oh, no. Apparently, he was really easy on Trump and really hard on Clinton during one of their town halls. Um, and so the Clinton people are super happy that he got in trouble, and they're even saying that this is why, one of the reasons Hillary Clinton lost is because of sexist, misogynist um, re- reporters or uh, anchor people. So, uh, and we all we even have like Damon Linker coming out with an article in the week saying inside the liberal delusion that sexist journalists cost Hillary Clinton the presidency. I am really happy to see that article. By the way, it was really, really, really good. Well, yeah, that I I put a few articles because this was like. Uh, there was a lot of people talking, but they were all talking from different sides, so I wanted to kind of give give yeah. both sides of the argument. Uh, yeah. I, I think, uh, what was the quote? Uh, it was from, uh, what's his, Dow? Peter Dow, that's what his name is. Uh, Matt Lawler was fired today. One by one, we are finding out the true character of male journalists who treated Hillary Clinton with seething disdain. Uh, so just, this is all just, they're using the, it, they'll come up with any reason to blame, uh, he, uh, to give blame for something, for some reason she lost right. and not blame right. her. Like you could be like, yeah. I love peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, peanut butter sandwiches. That's oh, why Hillary Clinton yeah. lost the campaign. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this whole thing is very, that it was that she was the candidate. And she came out and said um, this week that uh, she believes in karma more every day, uh, <laughs> talking about him. Uh, so she was even on board with this. wasn't just her like her people talking about this or people online. She actually came out and said she she believes this narrative that uh, sexist reporters were working against her. I don't know if people watched the news during that time, no. especially at NBC or MSNBC, and it was incredibly pro-Clinton. So for her to say, yeah. oh, the media was uh, against me, is like... Fake it's, news! Fake news! It's incredibly... Uh, what? It's incredibly uh, ridiculous for her to be able to try to say that when it was clear... If anybody was getting burned, it wasn't her in the news. So, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, that's it. nobody took Trump serious, so they weren't asking. They weren't necessarily posing the uh, important questions to him because there was no point. I also kind of uh, just have it... a problem with using this whole uh, string of sexual harassment. They're using it for their own means in a way yeah. where it's kind of disingenuous in my mind. Uh, I was going to say, oh, as a woman, it's quite offensive. Okay. Yeah. That they're. Um, it's one of those like, well, it's it's a misogynistic men, and it's the world that they live in. You know, no woman would be able to do this, and it's not. You can't right. bunch every single woman into the same category as Hillary Clinton. No, no, no. <laughs> right, and you can't bunch every man into the same category as Matt Lawler either. Yeah. that's the whole thing. Right. Uh, Obama right. came out this week and said, "Oh, we need more women politicians elected because men have a problem right now." Is what Obama said recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically. I, he's setting up for somebody to win in 2020, and it's probably one of their w- woman candidates. I don't know. There's still people out there talking about Clinton running. I don't think it's going to happen, but they're talking no, about it. So. No, 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 no. Well, she no, said no. a lot that she's never, ever going to be running as presidential candidate again. And she said that to Graham Norton, so you know it's true. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I, I love I love this article from Yahoo. Yahoo. Uh, like saying Clinton insiders celebrated Loyola's downfall every seeding treatment during the 2016 election. The coverage of Matt Lawler... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, if someone, like, got shit treatment during the 2016 election, you don't have to look further than fucking Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, But... They were even going with the sexist narrative before, uh, during the camp or during the primaries. They were still, oh, these sexist Bernie bros. That's just been their strategy to, uh, for people against them. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. they made that whole concept up. Like, the sexist Bernie bros was made up by the Hillary Clinton campaign as something to use against, uh, Bernie Sanders. So, uh, and they're just still using Bernie. the same strategy. Yeah. Yeah. And talking about Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders' wife uh, talked to this NCNBC anchor. Um, MSNBC, uh, uh, it was Joy Reid, and it was on Twitter. Yes. It was kind of a back and forth on Twitter, right? Yes. Oh, how we love Twitter. Jane. I'm so glad I'm not on it. <laughs> I am. You can follow me at uh, Bananiskrem mm, on Twitter. Follow me. Uh, but Jane Sanders, the wife of Senator uh, Bernie Sanders, blasted an uh, MSNBC uh, host on Wednesday uh, after anchor said Sanders is incredibly down blow prospect of uh, as a authority uh, figure admit sexual misconduct conversation. Okay, let me read the actual tweet because that's just like the hill kind of. Uh, Joy Reid tweeted. Uh, um, I get that he has a hardcore following, but his own attitudes towards women, from his weird early writings to his physical yeah. dismissal of women in his presence, including what? his own wife, makes that mm-hmm. an incredibly dubious prospect. Uh, wow. So that was from Joy Reid, and uh, Jane Sanders responded to her tweet. I didn't answer your biased reporting about Ber- Bernie during the last two years, Joy Ann Reid. But don't ever use me to demean my husband. I'm very happy and very proud to be Bernie's wife. Your perception couldn't be more wrong. Have you ever talked with him? Have you? Uh, you've never spoken with me. So that was her response to Joy Reid. Joy yeah. Reid is the worst on Twitter. She is the biggest uh, pro Hillary, no matter what. Uh, anti. She's the the corporate. Uh, Democratic press in a nutshell. That's Joanne Reed, so. Ah, oh, that was all the news this week. Whew. That was a lot of news. It was a whole bunch of news. Oh, there was news one thing I was going to say about the Matt Lawler thing. Uh, I don't know if you oh. guys have been watching the coverage last week, but they're acting like the guy's dead. The way they do the reporting, they're like, oh, Matt was with us, uh, uh, but he, he, he's no longer with MSNBC. Uh, it's very sad news about Matt. Like That's how they're covered. Like, he died. Oh, my God. It's very funny to watch if you put yourself in that mindset. But, yeah, yeah. that was the but news. Since it's, since, uh, uh, since it's Tuesday, we don't have any Tron Tales the Truth uh, this week because Tron didn't really know that we're doing the podcast uh, a day early. 
so we will go directly into plugging our email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Have we gotten any emails this week? Uh, we did. <gasps> wow. Yay! From our favorite Jeremy. Spam. Our favorite Jeremy in the world. Okay. Fro, Luke, Jeremy, Tilly, Jeremy. and baby co-host to be named later. <laughs> and then it's it's uh-huh. in Norwegian. It's a long message in Norwegian. <gasps> he did it. <laughs> he did it. So yeah. I'm going to translate this real quick because it's actually pretty long. Otherwise, I'd read the whole thing in Norwegian really badly, but it's pretty long. So, yeah. okay. All right, here, translated. It's been a long t- time since I entered. Uh, we all grew up and grew out since the golden days when I would enter and shine my light of intelligence and humor on the show. We had good times, right? Those were the days. Unfortunately, life happens and it and is often in the way, so I had to take a hiatus from entering. I was uh, intricate in the scene that controls Corpse in October and currently runs Meet Me in St. Louis, which finally opens this weekend. With that, I can finally come back a little more attention to the show this is what happens when you translate things (laughs) from one language (laughs) to another (laughs) it kind of makes sense but there's some little Mm -hmm. wrong things per your request Mm -hmm. i took up uh norwegian for writing this email no one in america Mm -hmm. speaks norwegian however it's stupid it's a stupid unnecessary language oh wow <laughs> Norwegian is a stupid, unnecessary language. Wow. The Scandinavian wow. countries should simply admit they are all the same and assimilate into a country they actually are. Having said that, I could uh, trace a clean, uh, a clean as, uh, I'll think this is it. immigrants. What is this? I could trace a clean as immigrants to the country. I cannot tell you how he offers so expensive precision plan, but his former employee was quite a generous man. This is how it is. The return of your number one or just email address. Keep up the good work. Wow. Wow. Thank you so fucking much. I don't know what happened at the end there, but it was all a little jumbled because it was from translated yeah. from one language to another. <laughs> but that was fun. Yeah, was oh, no English. <laughs> Norwegian. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for the email. Thank you so fucking much. And you can check out our Facebook uh, group on Facebook. It's called Another Digital Citizen, and it's easy to get a hold of because now we are open. So please join us and be virtual to each other and nice. And share hey! lots of funny things. And share a lot of fun things. Hey, it's come to the end of six weeks of the uh, weekly Soda Advent calendar to toot stuff. Um, uh, this week I posted a soda test from the biggest, one of the biggest newspapers or, or, uh, the biggest commercial uh, commercial uh, TV station in Norway called TV2, and they gave this uh, soda test uh, this week. So, and they more or less concurred with uh, Often Boston. So that was kind of funny to see how 
how close they were, were to Aftenposten. Uh, I was again disappointed that uh, the soda from Lillehammer uh, just got underneath the three best sodas in, in Norway. So that's a little like, yeah, for me. But uh, well, according to you, Luke, what am I drinking? Uh, Grevens? Yule cider. Grevens, yeah. Yule cider, yeah. Christmas cider! Wait, what? What does it say underneath Christmas cider? Uh, I don't know how to say an A and an E combined together into one letter. Medbringbar <laughs> smak! <laughs> <laughs> With raspberry taste! Oh, okay. Ah. So this is uh, a cider made to taste like Christmas soda. I bet it's good. I am going to bet that as well. Oh, do you have mulled cider over there? What's, what the fuck is mulled cider? It's warm cider that's got um, no, we don't have spices warm like mulled wine. <laughs> no. Okay. No, no, we don't have warm cider in Norway. It's warm spiced cider, though. Nope. They do it with wine as well. Oh, this smells uh, really like raspberry. It te- it smells like spring. Spring. Okay. It's, yeah, like it. It smells like. Freshly squeezed. For some reason, when you say it smells like spring, I just see the down. Was it Downy Bear uh, Snuggles? That bear from the commercial from the nineties, <laughs> jumping into a pile of laundry. Maybe that's just me. But it, it it smells. It smells like fresh, uh, fresh uh, raspberries, like um, like uh, just plucked out of the. Does it smell like alcohol? No. Okay. Just smells tremendously like. Mm, this has got four point seven percent alcohol content in it. So. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, taste it. Oh my god, that is so <laughs> fucking good. I knew the alcoholic thing would be more tasty than the others. this is so good does it taste like cider as well or does it just taste like sorry it's okay oh my goodness does it taste like cider or soda it smells it tastes like Christmas it tastes like Christmas Oh, this is so good. Oh, Falfro's new favorite drink. Yep. Uh, it tastes like fresh raspberries. It has absolutely no bad aftertaste. It, it just tastes fucking amazing. And this is the first time uh, I'm drinking alcohol live on the show. Right. I've only done it once, and it was for the election special. Is when I drank yeah. a few beers while we were watching the U.S. election. 
if you want to go back and listen to that special where everybody on it except for Fro apparently was really wasted. Uh, I was uh, so tired, though. Yeah, Fro was so out of it because it was so early in the morning in Norway. He sounded drunk on that anyways, but... Yeah. But uh, no, this is the first time we It has no it. apple, like, cider-type flavor to it. It's all raspberry flavor. Only raspberry. It, it oh, okay. tastes like fresh raspberry. So like a raspberry mm. cider. I guess that makes sense. Uh, is it okay if I give this a 6 out of 6? Uh, can, yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, you can I, give it what you want. <laughs> I don't know if it, uh, according to the rules, uh, I mean, uh, in Norway, I don't know if it goes in the same category as the other ones, but six out of six, it's good. I don't know if I care. <laughs> well, you're drinking That's the alcohol. 1.7%. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if I care anymore. Fro is going to be crump. Uh, He's going to be Officer Crumpkey by the end of the show. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to do a mine hunter like this week of mine hunter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this is this is this is this is so this is dangerously this is dangerously good. This is maybe the best thing I've tasted in a fucking long time. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's your Christmas sorted then. Everybody buy throw this stuff. Yeah. You get crates and crates and crates of it. It'll last you till next Christmas. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'm not sure if I want to continue. Can we just stop the podcast there and let Fro get wasted? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into the TV round. Have you seen anything on TV this week, Luke? Uh, yeah, a few things uh, to cover in TV news, I guess, uh, before I go into what I watched. Uh, the Path, Season 3, got a uh, start date, January 18th. So, looking forward to The Path, always good. Um, Celebrity Big Brother US, which we've been waiting for. Finally got a start date, February 7th, so second, uh, so it's going to be going up against the Olympics, because I guess CBS does not have Olympics, NBC does, so CBS uh, is going to be counter-programming with Celebrity Big Brother against the Olympics to try to get some viewers out of that, I guess is their plan. Uh, and then Celebrity Big Brother UK, apparently for the first... When they first go into the house, is going to be women's only. Ooh. And then apparently later on in the show, they're going to add men. But at the start, it's supposed to be, I guess it's a 20 years or something, 20-year anniversary of the suffrage movement in the UK. So they're doing like a women's, all-women's opening to kind of commemorate that. So I think that's oh, It can't cool. be the 20 years anniversary of the suffrage movement. Uh, I don't know. It's something maybe... It's some anniversary, then. I'm not really sure. It could be, like, 200. <laughs> I don't think that's it. I'm pretty no. sure it's, like... If the suffrage movement is in the suffragettes. Yeah, let me look real for quick. Women. I have it here somewhere. Just think Mary Poppins' time. <laughs> that was not 20 years ago. 
Oh, 100 year. There we go. 100 year anniversary. Yeah. That, that's more like it. This is a, the 100 year anniversary of women over 30 being given the vote. So it's kind of... They're really kind of stretching maybe there, but... Uh, I think that's how it started for the first... The first lot of women that were given the vote properly, officially. Okay. Was... Yeah. Uh, so you it's not be the beginning 30. of the suffrage movement. It's the beginning. Of, it's when they were given the vote. That makes more yeah. sense. Hundred year anniversary. I guess that's what they're celebrating with this. But uh, it. I said this to Fro. They they originally it, it was kind of rumored that they were going to do just an all women's cast, and I was like, that might not be that exciting of a season if it's just all women. Uh, but they oh, are going to add be men like later an episode on. of Real Housewives or something. <laughs> That's I guess so. Bitching and yeah. no man in the middle to be like, oh my god, I can't understand these women. <laughs> I yeah, maybe. I, maybe it would be more interesting, but to me, it just seems like the whole concept of Big Brother is to have the older people and the younger people, and then the women and the men and people from different backgrounds to just have all women. It's like it kind of goes against the idea of Big Brother in my mind. But yeah, this is just the beginning. Maybe the first day, I'm guessing. Because in the last few, they've done, like, the, they'll add some the first day, and then the next day they'll add more. I'm guessing that's how, that's how they're going to run this. Probably. It's just made me think of that episode of um, Family Guy, where they go into, uh, I can't remember what they're in, but it's like they have their memories erased, and it's the four guys to see whether they'd really be friends if they didn't know each other and if they were in the circumstances. Have you seen that episode? Where they sort of wake up and they try to figure out who they are, and then it cuts to at the end. They're like, "Well, we tried to do it with the women, but they've just been fighting the entire time." Uh, no, I've not oh, seen. It. It's a really good episode. Everybody watch that episode. <laughs> and I guess I got uh pretty. I except for this last week, I got up to date on Mr. Robot. So I think I watched five episodes of Mr. Robot this week. Uh, so good. Are you up to date? Either of you guys on Mr. Robot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched any of it. I keep meaning to, and then not. I don't yeah, know. They definitely. Either, have you? No. Oh, okay. No. Um, this season's different than the other two seasons. Uh, it's a Ooh, little. Yeah. I don't know what to say about it yet, but they're going a whole other direction. Like they forgot what the original show was about, kind of. Yeah, but I I like it though. It's good so far. It's just what it. It's it feels different. a little more like. Uh, more like a standard cops and robbers TV show in America than it used to be like kind of more original. Now it's like there's the FBI agent and she seems yeah. like the good guy and everybody else is like in between good and bad. I don't know. That's what it seems like to me. Uh, and then Curb Your Own Enthusiasm finale, uh, episode 10 was this week. Uh, I'm guessing this is not going to come back for another season. I don't think, after seeing this whole season, probably not a great idea to even bring this back. Uh, I gave up mind. after two episodes. Oh, okay. I, I made it all the way through. Um, and it, it had funny moments and stuff, but it just didn't live up to the original series. So. I don't know. Uh, Tilly, what about you? Uh, to be fair, I've not watched all that much TV because there's not been much on. Um, but this week on ITV, Paul O'Grady for the Love of Dogs, that episode is very good and not as sad as they normally are. I know a lot of people avoid 
programs about dog rescue places because the you know they're really horrible stories this week the stories aren't that horrible but the dogs are very lovely um ah, okay yeah so it's, it's a nice one rather than you know somebody's been atrocious to this dog look how far it's come it's more sort of there's sorry situations that these dogs have ended up in but not through the fault of people on purpose if that makes sense I don't even really like to see those posts on Facebook, so this show sounds yeah. depressing to me. It's well, it's it's nice because they get them. You don't see them being rescued, but you see them shortly after their rescue, and then you see them when they've gone to their new home and things. But Paul O'Grady is just a really good. He's a dog lover in himself, anyway, and he's such a personable celebrity. Like you want to hear his opinions, and he sure. he talks about it like any normal person would do you know he's not preachy he's just like oh god look at the state of it who could do this it's bloody criminal kind of thing mm-hmm. um on all four there's a sitcom but it's sort of a bittersweet comedy called damned with joe brand and alan davis in it which for you'll know alan davis from uh, qi yeah. and joe brand the QI. female stand-up because mm-hmm. she is she's written it or she's one of the writers on it, and it's uh, set in an office of social workers. So they're the ones having to deal with, you know, getting people, well, getting people's children taken off them and things. So it's, that's kind of why it's bittersweet, because they work, obviously it's, an, it's a horrible job to be in. It has to be a vocation, but there's, it's quite amusing. That's worth a watch. And I've started catching up on the episodes of Black Mirror that I haven't watched. Oh, okay. On Netflix. Um, I'd already seen all of season one and all but the last episode of season two. (laughs) So I started season two with the last episode and watched the first episode of season three. And I don't know why I stopped watching it in the first place. I think maybe I I didn't have a TV or something all of a sudden or didn't have the internet or something. Right, yeah, and got then back you just forgot that. about it. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those like, oh, I, I don't know how far I got up to. I don't know which one I watched, but then I'm looking through it. It's like, oh no, I totally do know which ones I've watched. I've seen that one, that one, that one. I start on this one. So that's my next sort of lot of TV to be watching. Because I think uh, season four is coming out soon. So I've yeah. timed it just right. <laughs> uh, how are you, and it's All all I- individual episodes, so you can see one episode and. Just take your time with it. Yeah. I do recommend it uh, heart, heartfeltly. Uh, one of my favorite shows. Uh, I watched uh, some different things. Um, I tried to see uh, the two or three first episodes. Now, let's uh, uh, be honest. How many episodes are we in? Me and my dad, we're watching um, uh, Godless. Uh, this is on Netflix, uh, and it's a Western series. It's a mini mini series. Sorry. Uh, and we have seen the five first episodes of seven. Uh, it's really, really, really good. I do recommend it. It's uh, if you like western, uh, it's right. a little like western meets David Lynch. 
Okay. And I mean that in a in a good way. It is fucking amazing. I love that show. Uh, if you're not into westerns, you should even see it. I was looking at a, a list of top movies of 2017 online, and this one place listed Twin Peaks as one of their top movies of 2017. Movies? I know, yeah. You just said David well, Lynch, it reminded me, I thought I'd mention it. So. Uh, uh. Uh, then I try, but here's the thing I tried to watch, because I tried to watch the German TV show Dark, yeah, that, that Dark, yeah. On Netflix, uh, you can get it in German and English. Uh, 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 what is dubbed? Dubbed in in English, right? Uh, I tried to watch the two first, no, three episodes. Uh, not that interested, to be honest. Uh, uh, disappointed and a little like surprised that it's th- that bad. Um, what else did I watch? Uh, would I like to, uh, the three first episodes? Yeah. And, I, uh, I will also say that I watched a Norwegian thing that I am hoping that we will maybe do as a special after, uh, episode, uh, 10 of, uh, uh, Hunter, Jul i Blåfjell. I'm not going to explain what that is because that's something about many. Christmas. Yep, something about Christmas indeed. Okay, Star Wars Christmas yeah. special in Norwegian, maybe? No. <laughs> Star Wars Christmas special in general. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Hello. Count me Hello. out. Look, look. What? I think I think I hear somebody listening into us listening to us I think, okay yeah i think somebody's tapping us i can hear them rubbing their ear their headphones into their ears yeah i hear that <gasps> could it be the cia trying to tap us it's always the cia <gasps> or maybe it's just a conspiracy theory i right is that a conspiracy well i guess we'll get into yeah. it right now yeah because did you know that the CIA created the term conspiracy theorists? What is a conspiracy theory? I have the um, dictionary meaning of conspiracy theory in front of me. If we'd like to know that before we go into things. <laughs> All right, which dictionary? I guess we'll go. Uh, Google's dictionary. Okay, the Google definition. All right. I have the, the o- I have the Oxford English dictionary. Uh, so you do yours first. Oh, See if I have that different. one too. That's just, okay. I don't think they are. Um, a belief that some covert but influential organization is responsible for an unexplained event. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is way different. Uh, the theory that an event or phenomena occurs as a result of a conspiracy between interested parties. Which is, that's a lot s- simpler. <laughs> yeah. Although on actual Oxford dictionaries, it says... Exactly the same as the Google one. <laughs> oh, okay. Which is strange. Well, there is a second uh, a belief that some covert or influential... That, that's like the secondary... Uh, the, at least from what I'm reading, that's the secondary definition, but nonetheless. It's a conspiracy. 
<laughs> They're trying to confuse us about what it, it is. is a conspiracy. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be a conspiracy. I guess if you go to Wikipedia, uh, a conspiracy is, is an explanation of an event, situation, uh, or situation that invokes an unwanted conspiracy, generally one involving an illegal or harmful act carried out by government or powerful actors. That's another one. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of different kind of... Uh, well, they're not super different, but they are slightly different uh, ideas of what this even this term even means, in a way. Yeah. And according kind of a... to everybody online, Luke is a conspiracy theorist, so you should know right. about, all about this. The whole do we want to go into that now? You're a conspiracy theorist. Sorry? Do so we want to go into that now? It... Yeah, let's go into that right now. Uh, I mean... Most recently, what I was called a conspiracy theorist for was the idea the, that I didn't believe that Russia hacked uh, the DNC, which mm-hmm. is the exact opposite of me being a conspiracy theorist, because I believe that there wasn't a conspiracy. So, yeah, I think an interesting thing that you'll hear nowadays is people, uh, when they when you they talk about the Donald Trump and Russia thing, they always say collusion. They never say conspiracy. Yeah. Because if you said no. conspiracy, that would be the connotation that it's crazy and fake. Because nowadays, that's the way we see conspiracy theory is that that person's crazy. That's the way the term is used. So they can't, yeah. on the news, they can't even say the conspiracy of Donald Trump and R- Russia. They have to say collusion because if they didn't, they would sound crazy. Uh, yeah. So me believing that there isn't a conspiracy is the opposite of being a conspiracy theorist where all the people who believe that there's a conspiracy between Russia, Donald Trump and WikiLeaks and other people, they are the conspiracy theorists. So this, the, the whole Russia <laughs> thing with the uh, Trump has flipped the whole concept on its head, uh, which I think is an interesting, uh, place to start this discussion, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've been called a conspiracy theorist as well. I remember that when we... Um, <laughs> I, it's always something about Trump uh, and something like that. I remember I said uh, pretty early in the election that I think uh, Donald Trump will win the Republican vote. And people were like, yeah, you're such conspiracy theorists. Right, of course. I, I'm like, pretty sure I'm the one that said that to you. I was like, yeah, bro. This, <laughs> I'm pretty sure this, if, oh, I remember what I said. I said, uh, I believe if Hillary gets the nomination, Trump will win, is what I said. And then later mm-hmm. on, Fro, Fro uh, once I think once they were there, then Fro was like, well, we've seen what's been happening up till now. And it mm-hmm. seems like... Trump may win because yeah. we all knew how much, I guess, even people on a, even a liberal stance, some of those people didn't like Hillary Clinton and other yeah, people no. seem to just block that out and act like it didn't exist. Uh, yeah. We're getting off track here, I guess. I guess the whole point is conspiracy theory is an event or situation. A con- let's say, let's talk about a conspiracy first and get rid of the theory. A conspiracy is an, uh, is an event where two or more individuals work together to uh, pull off some kind of nefarious act. That's a conspiracy. 
So yeah. when you talk about Donald Trump and Russia, that's two actors working together to do something nefarious. That would be a conspiracy. So it would. me saying that it didn't happen is being the opposite of a conspiracy theorist. That's what we got to understand mm-hmm. about this. So people who use conspiracy theory to disc- to talk about people that don't believe in that are not using the language correctly is the most important thing. And it's thing also here. used in a bad way. Like if you're a conspiracy theorist, you're not uh, you're it's almost like they they're saying you're not trustworthy. Ask yeah, they've put you all. into the group into one big group of people. Um, the stereotypical somebody sitting in a bunker with tinfoil hats on because they're worried that somebody's going to read their minds, that the CIA is reading their minds. They put everybody into that same group just for having an opinion that isn't what the powers that be have put out there, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Right. People who don't believe that the Trump-Russia collusion are put into the same category as people who believe uh, lizard people are running our government. And that's yeah. you can't put those things together because they're not they're not cohesive. Like, uh, or Pizzagate for talking out loud. Jesus right. Christ! What a stupid conspiracy theorist. That is theory. a real conspiracy theory, right? Because they're yeah. they're saying there's some kind of conspiracy between a guy at a pizza shop and uh, John Podesta, I believe it was at the time, yeah. right? So that was yeah. the whole thing. There, they were saying there's some kind of conspiracy because it's two people working together to do something nefarious. Uh, and like Tilly said, we all, all these conspiracy theories get lumped into one. And that's kind of uh, the idea here is that maybe that the, not the CIA created the term or invented the term, but they, uh, I think I saw used it. Best, they used, they, they molded the term and used it in a way to discredit people, to make people, uh, to make people look crazy just by saying the word. And in now, in this day and age, you can seriously online, you'll see people and their argument will be, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist. And they just completely mm. write you off once they say that. So, But then yeah. if you look back through time, there's a whole lot of previous conspiracy theorists that have been entirely right. Like with right, MK exactly. Ultra and lots of other things where people at the time have gone, oh, I'm I think this is going on. Government said, no, it's definitely not. You conspiracy theorist, that's ridiculous. 30 years later or whatever, everything gets declassified and you find out that the conspiracy theorists were right. Right. For the, example, I, uh, the Gulf of the Tonkin uh, yeah. was a... People said that it was a false flag or whatever and that, and it, that actually turned out... Uh, it was the reason we went into Vietnam and that turned out to be a conspiracy where we blew up our own ship to cause us to go to war. And that was a real thing that happened, uh, but yeah. it didn't come out till much later. So And WMDs in certain places in the Middle East that didn't exist at all. Right, yep. right. That we now know how didn't exist. Cheers, Blair. Yeah. Or when uh, the American uh, actually put flora into the waters to make people teeth stronger and it came out that they did that oh yeah that's well yeah they still do that and but yeah. they just yeah. that's I, that's a little harder of like conspiracy theory because it's like um 
the theory is that it's the fluoride isn't just to strengthen teeth; it's to stop people's third eyes there working properly, or to poison right. them in right. some way. Yeah, right. yeah. Which fluoride, you know, if you if you have too much of it, um, can cause serious issues, but they're not putting oh, yeah, that yeah. much in there. <laughs> no, no, no. It's 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 really really. So what what's the difference between a conspiracy theorist and a conspiracy theory? Well, a conspiracy theorist is somebody who believes in a conspiracy theory. Yes. Right. Just to make sure that people understand that. Sure. I, I guess a conspiracy theorist, I guess some examples of some, like, in history that people would, like, point to and go, oh, that guy was a conspiracy theorist. I think uh, William uh, Bill Cooper, uh, who talked about uh, 9-11. Uh, 9-11 is probably... The, when people think conspiracy theory nowadays, oh yeah, oh yeah, think that's 9/11. the first thing I think of. Yeah, it's yeah, the, which, the biggest one. Which, yeah, in yeah. a way, I did. You guys watch the video with the guy talking about it, where he's like, in in some cases, it could be a conspiracy theory if you believe yeah. that the government was working with these Saudi nationals to to actually blow up this building, or it could have been just these guys, these one group who decided to do it. And if it was this one group of people who all decided to get on this these planes and do it, that's not a conspiracy because it's just one group working by itself. It's not yeah. multiple people, multiple groups coming together to create a conspiracy. Again, again, right. uh, so that's a little confusing. It depends on where you land on the 9-11 truther type thing. Uh, yeah. I guess this guy, Bill Cooper... Ten weeks before 9-11 said, whatever they're going to blame on Osama bin Laden, don't believe it. They will soon do something outlandish to gain the support of the sheeple. That was ten weeks before 9-11. And then he was killed by the U.S. Marshal Service uh, less than a month after 9-11. So that's a little interesting. Wow. That definitely adds to the uh, theory. Mystique, right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you look to modern time, we have, of course, our favorite guy of all time. Uh, I am really fat and I yell a lot on TV. Basically. Oh, Alex Jones. <laughs> on Alex the internet. Jones. He doesn't actually... I don't think he's ever on TV, but yeah. Well, Maybe clips of him on the news when I think talking he talking about something to, he said. He used to be more of a conspiracy theorist than he is now. Now he's more like... Oh, yeah. uh, I don't even know. He's just a fear monger than anything. A loo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but... Uh, uh, it, I think his latest was the one about the shooting that he didn't think was existed with the kids. Which uh, one? Where he 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 said shooting? that it was a yeah. <coughs> Are you talking about Las Vegas? The no, Las Vegas shooting with the kids. That he thinks Columbine? is a conspiracy. Not Columbine, but. It's really yeah. sad that we're having to figure out which shooting with the kids. Which shooting it was. It doesn't yeah. matter so because sad. if you go with Las Vegas, he yeah. believed that that was a conspiracy, that yeah. there were more than one shooter. Uh, he believes that there was more than one shooter at the Las Vegas shooting. So that that would be his conspiracy theory because there's two people working together. There's a conspiracy happening. Yeah. Um, Against the uh, the general population's belief. Or even the pol- the police's account of what happened. Um, yeah. So yeah. 
which they say there's one guy, which it does seem a little strange when you look back into the history of gunmen that it's always a single person. There's never another person ever. It's it is a little a little strange, but I guess that's just how the the mind of a crazed gunman works. He doesn't go Sandy and Hook. talk to other people. Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. <laughs> that was random. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that was the one that he was. Sure. I mean, there's Same been plenty since then that he thought was a conspiracy. Uh, he yeah. believes that the Saudi government owned the casino that, that the shooter in the Las Vegas shooting uh, was in and that they were working with the shooter and that the Saudis are the ones that actually wanted him to do this. I don't know. There's a whole, there's a whole conspiracy you can go down on that one, but that's just a interesting example, I guess. He's got a, he, he does a lot of ridiculous conspiracies that most of the time turn out not to be true. This is the thing about conspiracy theorists. Like Tilly said, if you look into the history of conspiracy theorists, some of them actually come true. But then there's other oh, people yeah. who believe things like chemtrails or uh, other things like that, where you can't, or uh, lizard people run the government, that you can't give as much credence to. But you can't just put them all in the same, uh, but could in the we same bag. The same box? Yeah, because that just stops could, people asking could, questions. Could, could we, in in a in a way, if if we follow this conspiracy theory that CIA created the term cons- conspiracy theory. Could they put people like Alex Jones out to make people that uh, believe in conspiracy theory look like fucking lunatics? Oh, yeah. Yes. And, and I think they yeah. probably have in the past. I bet you anything that's happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah to dis- anything to discredit the people that are talking about things that they don't want people to look into. They don't want the general public to find out the truth about. Right. But should we go into the CIA memos? Uh, hashtag uh, 1035 to 916. Oh, right. Back then they didn't have hashtags, bro. So it's actually just number. <laughs> because the hashtag didn't actually exist back then. But yeah, it's a Dispatch number 1035960, nine, nine, exactly like Fro said. And it's called Countering Criticism of the Warren Report. This was put out in 1967. And it's this is a guide to how, um, how people, not only from the government, but people in media, are supposed to respond to people who... Uh, are criticizing the Warren report, which was the report that came out when JFK was killed. Yeah. And uh, we all know that is maybe the most famous conspiracy theory of all time is the JFK killings. I, I right. would definitely rate it up as... Uh, yeah, maybe until you got to 9-11, yeah. and then that maybe has taken over as famous... Uh, just because of yeah, how, now. how much more now. recent it yeah, is. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and before that, we have the moon landing, of course. Can we talk oh, about yeah, that's, that's a massive, massive one. Yeah. Right. I don't know exactly when that began, I guess. but it, it Moon landing? Uh, when that conspiracy began, yeah. No, I'm not Probably sure. the day it was on TV. Yeah. Somebody would have thought, no... 
that's not real. Maybe even four. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, the thing about this, uh, the Warren Commission uh, one, this isn't. But this was before the internet, obviously, and the Zapruder film didn't come out till like the mid mid seventies, and mm. this is the CIA. Uh, this dispatch is the CIA coming up with ways to discredit people uh, with criticism of the Warren report before the Zapruder film ever even came out. So before that, yeah. before anybody even saw that, they already had questions as to whether this was real or not. And there were people coming out saying that they didn't believe the official story, which there was a, it's, it very much mirrors the nine 11 report, which people mm. think the same thing about. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this dispatch, the CIA, uh, this is kind of the biggest piece of evidence that conspiracy theorists who believe in the theory, in the conspiracy theory, the conspiracy theory is being used by the government to attack them. I think that's a better way yeah, to put it, it because weaponized. it's not really yeah, weaponized. I guess. I don't like to use that because nowadays you see, hear people using that about the emails. They weaponize the emails. And so now that term has kind of been hijacked in a way. Yeah. And that's the thing here is, did the CIA hijack this term to use it against people? And in this memo, they say uh, the tactics which you should use to discredit anybody that that coming out. And here are some of them. Uh, Claim that it wouldn't be impossible for so many people uh, to keep quiet about such a big conspiracy. That is still used today on all. I still, I've used that on this show <laughs> as a, <laughs> as a, uh, idea of why a conspiracy wouldn't work. I, I think you guys probably have too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, but I think an interesting thing to point out that I, I read in the same little blurb here, uh, there was 130,000 people from us, UK and Canada who worked on the Manhattan project and it was kept secret for almost 10 years that's 130,000 people who were keeping this secret uh and it wasn't found out until uh the nuclear bomb was actually detonated uh so there's just a tiny little piece of evidence that shows you can have 130,000 people working on something and keep it secret uh Mm. it's the way the government works everything is need to know so not everybody knows everything there could be a guy sitting at the desk right next to you uh, who's working on a, a, the same project, but neither of you know what e- each other are working on. And that's uh, that's how government secrecy works. So it is possible to keep these conspiracy theory or these conspiracies secret. Uh, it is kind of a misnomer that, oh, there's always going to be somebody that comes out. But we have these things called non-disclosure agreements in America and probably other places where if you speak out, you go to jail. You know what yeah. I mean? So, and if are, you that... don't know enough, it's like um, that YouTube video that you were on about earlier. It's people have a single piece of a ginormous jigsaw, and without mm. the picture to follow and the rest of the pieces, you can't put it all together, and you certainly can't show somebody else. Or if you do try to so- show somebody else, then they can just call you a conspiracy theorist and discredit you. Exactly. Yeah. But that, that's one of the things that I, I think is the main problem with it, is the, the part where, where uh, what do you say, Luke, it, it, it's used to discredit people instead of actually making it um, 
a title of a, der- a derment because I, I think it was looked upon as a, as a term that was uh, less uh, negative before. I think I think uh, like it was a new, it was neutral. It was more of a neutral was, term, right? It, it was new, more neutral term, and now it's more like ah ha ha, he's such a conspiracy theorist. Ah ha ha, he believes in conspiracy theory. Which there are some it's, people that say that show that I mean the term existed before the JFK assassination, and there are right, people right. that have made the argument that was it was used in a derogatory term before that. But it's not a oh, lot yeah. of evidence, and oh. the evidence that shows that it was ramped up by the CIA to make it a derogatory term, th- yeah. this is the evidence, this uh, uh, dispatch that we're reading right here. So mm-hmm. so I guess that, the idea that uh, you're supposed to, if, if you're, if somebody's working against you in the Morin Commission, tell them it's impossible for people to, comp- to keep quiet about this stuff. That's the oh, first yeah. thing you, you use to discredit them. Second thing, yeah. have friendly CIA attack the claims and point back to the official reports. So go, oh, that's not true. Look at the, this is what the report says. That still happens today in the news all mm. the time. Yeah. Just mm. look at the uh, – C- uh, the wh- wh- who is the report from? The report that I read a, a bunch from on the show about the, uh, the hacks and how – Basically, all it talked about was Russia Today and all these news media. So if you actually read the thing, it had nothing to do with what they were talking about, but they still cite it as something from the government. Uh, Claim eyewitness testimony is unreliable. Claim that it's all old news and it has no significant new evidence. Uh, Ignore conspiracy claims unless the discussion about them is already active. Uh, Claim that it's irresponsible to speculate. So they're saying don't question things. It, it's irresponsible to question things is what that means. Yeah. We've done our research, yeah. so stop asking stupid questions. Right. Essentially. Everything's and, in and this report. That, stop that's stop looking for other answers. Because and that's how it feels. And that's how I, I feel like sometimes. Because uh, uh, right away, if you go against what's fucking mainstream, your conspiracy theories. Like, if you mean, if you mean that... Uh, uh, like Luke says, there's no proof for the Russian conspiracy that Trump has done anything bad. Or if you mean that uh, 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 you you're trying to to like, I remember I remember also like people that was interested in Bernie Sanders' campaign were were called conspiracy theorists as well. When when uh, uh, Sanders when we said, said the uh, DNC was cheating, right? Was the when the DNC was working against him? Now we got proof that the DNC actually did work against him. Here's the problem: nobody comes out in the media and says like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I called you a conspiracy theorist. No. I'm sorry that 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 it, uh, it showed that it uh, you were actually right." That's the fucking problem. It's, it's calling somebody, and when it's proven that they are fucking right, they don't go back on it. Yeah, they don't. They don't re. They don't get the credit. They don't go. Oh yeah, oh. okay, we were wrong. They just move yeah. on and act like it never happened. Just move exactly. on and nothing happened. Uh, just a few so more here from. Easy. 
from the uh, dispatch. Uh, accused theorists of being infatuated with their theories. Accused theorists mm-hmm. of being politically motivated. Uh, and accused them of having financial interests to promote this com- com- conspiracy theory. Uh, mm-hmm. So, though this was done, like I said, 1967, and I can read down these and think of examples of these things happening in the last Today. year. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Every single, works. every single one. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> right, but and like I said, with it. I'll repeat it. It's from a dispatch from the CIA called countering criticism of the Warren report. This is a detailed list of how to uh, uh, manipulate the way people see see things or uh, to discredit somebody saying something opposite of what you believe. Right. Yeah, it it actually says on the document, the aim of this dispatch is to provide material countering and discrediting the claims of the conspiracy theorists so as to inhibit the circulation of such claims in other countries. Background information is supplied in the classified section and in a number of unclassified attachments. Yeah, and that's the fucking problem. That's the fucking problem. Uh, let's talk two seconds about Operation uh, Mockingbird because we, we are going to have that as a topic later. Someday, yeah. The- yeah, what was I guess a good place to start on that is in this uh, dispatch. It points out right here, uh, where possible, counter speculation by encouraging references to the commission report itself. Open-minded foreign readers. So the one thing about this report is they were really trying to make sure that these conspiracy theories didn't get to other countries. That was the whole thing here is they didn't want other right. foreign people, uh, foreign readers. It says even right here, that's what they call them uh, to believe this stuff. So open minded foreign readers should still be impressed by the care, thoroughness and objectivity and speed which the commission worked. Reviewers of other books might be encouraged to add their account to that idea. Checking back with the report itself, they found it far superior to the work of the critics. So they're saying book reviewers should go and review books and say, oh, this is bullshit. This is a conspiracy theory. Right. So if we go into Operation Mockingbird, why don't you go ahead and tell us what that is, Tilly? Operation Mockingbird was an alleged large-scale program of the United States CIA that began in the early 50s and attempted to manipulate news media for propaganda purposes. It funded student and cultural organizations and magazines as front organizations. Do you want me to and read right more here on it? Says, it? Well, that, that just pretty much explains it, doesn't it? Yeah, that explains it. But see, uh, I, one little thing, because like I, like Fro said, we're going to cover this Operation Mockingbird in the future probably. So, But it says CIA support from front groups was exposed after 1916. Uh, 1967 Ramparts magazine article reported that National Students Association received funding from the CIA. 1967, same year that the report we just read was from. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. And linked the uh, years together. (laughs) Yep. So the idea that... uh, The whole idea here is these two things would have had to work in conjunction. Because you can have the CIA go out and do these things, but what's more... Um, what's more influential that's a good word for it Influ- uh, influential to people is to see their news anchors and all these different news anchors coming together and saying the same thing 
Like, when you watch CNN, when you watch MSNBC, when you watch ABC, when you watch anything, they all use the term collusion. None of mm. them use the word conspiracy. Is that a coincidence? Mm. I, I don't think so. I think no, they no, all no. were told to use the word collusion and not use the word conspiracy because it would make them sound crazy. Because mm -hmm. at this point, the term conspiracy theory has been deemed crazy, like I said earlier. Mm. So, uh, the idea here is that the points in this memo 1035 960 were taken and given to the u.s media using operation mockingbird to create the scenario where they like tilly said i guess weaponized the term conspiracy theorist so uh let's uh, end this is this possible uh how plausible is this from uh well considering we have the cia memo we're reading right from that part is 100 percent true <laughs> operation uh, mockingbird and whether they were able to do that is a little more um it's a little more there's less evidence to say this is definitely true do it's i believe more of a that theory than a full-blown conclusion it's a conspiracy theory <laughs> right see what i did there <laughs> Yeah, but uh, did the CIA create the term? Well, I think they didn't they create the term. Yeah, they didn't create it, but they used it to to discredit people. Right. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna go a bit RuPaul's Drag Race then, and like they they used it to throw shade on the people that right. are yeah. okay. doubting them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah, could see no, that. This and is, I, this is not boy. only plausible. We have fucking proof for it. I, I think. At this point, uh, yeah, there is some proof for it, definitely. And I think at some point it definitely got out of, out of control, maybe? To the point yeah. where people are using it now for things that aren't... A cons like, when you say, oh, I believe there may be aliens in the galaxy, that's not yeah, a conspiracy theory at all, because yeah. there's no conspiracy yeah, but, there. But you're considered but, but a conspiracy theorist. The, yeah. And I think yeah, it's gotten so say, out of control. I believe that the government are covering up the aliens in the universe for it to exactly. be a conspiracy theory or that the they the green men are running the government right yeah. uh, or <laughs> the fact that it's gotten so out of control they have to use the word collusion now because it's gotten so uh, the word has been so demonized that they can't even use it in the correct way because they would be seen as as crazy so yeah i think i think it started out as one thing and it's gotten way out of hand and probably the internet helped does that make me crazy? Yes. Probably. What do you think, bro? Do you think this is po possible or not? I don't think we heard from you. Yeah, yeah. This is so plausible. This is not only plausible. We have fucking facts on it. We we have the memo. We have proof that uh, it it did happen. People are using conspiracy theory as a derogatory term. It's a bad thing to question society. Now it's bad. It's bad. Like, I was thinking about it. Like, even Trump, even Trump on, on like social media, if there's somebody against him, it's a conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. If it's something, if there's something uh, that is outside the norm, it's conspiracy theory. It's fake news, right? Yeah. You, 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 if you question people at all, it's a conspiracy theory that you don't believe them. Everything is a conspiracy theory just because you ask fucking questions. Yeah, That's human nature. 
Human right. nature, yeah. everybody a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, even if it doesn't line up with the uh, actual definition of what Norm. a conspiracy is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it it doesn't can still really be even have to that, be right? a conspiracy theory too. Be called a conspiracy be called that. theory. Exactly. Yeah. That's the weird part is it all gets lumped yeah. into this big category and they're able to use oh, that you... to discredit people. Yeah. And I think fake news nowadays is a new term that's like it, it's lost all meaning, but it can be used to discredit anything. So mm -hmm. you, you yeah. see something you don't like and you just say it's fake news. And that goes for both sides. goes for Republicans and Democrats, so. I've seen a lot of movies this week. I cool. uh, have actually seen uh, some contenders for top spot of uh, my favorite movies of uh, this year. Because I wanted to watch uh, two movies this week that I was pretty sure was going to be awesome. Uh, so first I uh, watched MOTHER! And I have to shout it because it's with explanation point at the end. So it's called right. MOTHER! And um, this is uh, a fucking weird movie that I think Luke is going to think is fucking amazing until he will never watch because it's too <laughs> fucking rich. I've heard good things, so... But it's called MOTHER! Yeah. Alright, what uh, else? Uh, and, uh, yeah. Uh, please, please see it. It's Darren Aronofsky. But uh, then I saw a Norwegian uh, movie that I heard tremendously much about called Thelma. And it's kind of a horror movie kind of thing. And it was fucking amazing. Really, okay. really, really good. Uh, so it will maybe show up in my at least top ten list, if not even top five. Sure. Both of those movies. Yeah. Uh, Tilly, you haven't seen any movie, have you? No, but I listen to more of Mythos on Audible. If people yeah. want to go onto Audible. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen and claim your free book token, voucher, credit, whatever it's called. Um, yeah, and this is, it's getting, I kind of expected some rudeness, shall we say, because it's Greek myths, okay. you know, there's fire sure, and yeah. brimstone yeah. and all the rest of it. And lots but, of naked people. Yeah. yeah, but the way Stephen Fry <laughs> narrates it is just brilliant because he's written it himself as well and it's his take and the some of the wording has just had me in hysterics with people's genitals wow. being cut off and thrown around and things yeah <laughs> okay Have a, yeah it's <laughs> it's out there but it's bloody brilliant <laughs> what about you Luke? did you watch mother uh no i did not um oh. <clears throat> i saw jim and andy uh, the Great Beyond this week, which is a mm. documentary about uh, yes. when Jim Carrey did the Andy Kaufman movie uh, Man on the Moon. Is it Man on the and Moon? It's fucking amazing. Man yeah. in the yeah. Moon. Man, Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon. Yeah. And the documentary is very simplistic, but very well done. Uh, really good done. It's very standard documentary, but it has a good enough uh, idea behind it to uh, yeah. make it work and. 
the ending, kind of Jim's last word at yeah. the end of the movie is pretty yeah. amazing to the point where the yeah. guy who's interviewing him goes, "Wow, we got into some deep shit at the end there." <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, it's an amazing documentary. Oh it's yeah, it's not as good as Mother. But uh, we are going to talk about a movie, because that's what we do every fucking week. That's kind of the point of this podcast, but we do it again and again and again and again. And the movie we are going to talk about is The Shape of Water. Ooh, a door. Creepy door. Well, it's definitely underwater. Just by oh, I was just about to say, is it, is it underwater or just floaty? What would I say? Oh my gosh, can you guys hear that? There's a gigantic helicopter going over my house. No. Okay. Eliza, come on. She looks like a cartoon character, doesn't she? she yeah, she yeah. does. But she always does in my this. Oh, that she was from the space... Uh, the. NASA movie yeah. last year. She was good in NASA that. movie. Yeah. yeah, she was really good in it. Yeah. Michelle Shannon? You clean that lab. Is that her name? Get out. I think uh, it's Michelle. I don't, I don't remember. I think it's Michelle Shannon. If I don't remember. Is Michelle spelled Michael? You may think Michael Shannon, yeah. Stands on two legs, right? They'll probably say here in the trailer and we'll, in the we'll figure it out. Maybe you they don't. don't. That's what the Lord looks like, eh? I this really like stylistically. This looks amazing. Yeah, it looks really very Guillermo looks... del Toro. Like the dark, the it darkness. It really looks like, like something he made. Yeah. yeah. It is making me think of sort of old school Men in Black, though. When he looks at me, he you both liked uh, Pan's oh, Labyrinth, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. He sees okay. me. That came out in a limited release too, which this did as well. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I so like everything I say about this. The natives in the Amazon. Wow, that was good. Yeah. I really, really, really want to say this. Mm -hmm. I actually quite want to see it too. I don't want an intricate, beautiful thing destroyed. It's like a fish person she's kissing now. I'm sorry. Don't mm -hmm. kiss Eliza. What is she saying? Maybe it's the, uh, um, oh, it's not even human. the um, follow-up movie to... Uh, oh, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll we... get into that. Don't, yeah. If I told you about her... We'll follow-up to Justice League. I wonder. Very cool yeah, looking. Oh my looks... gosh, look how many times Guillermo del Toro is in the... It's like every, yeah. He was like every... He, they put him on there like five times. It's kind of funny. <laughs> so I ask you, like I do every week, what is this movie about? Right, The Shape of Water, like we said, from Guillermo del Toro. Uh, Elisa is a mute, isolated woman who works as a cleaning lady in a hidden, high-security government laboratory in 1962 Baltimore. Her life changes forever when she discovers the lab's classified secrets, a mysterious scaled creature from South America that lives in a water tank. Uh, yeah. 
Who's the guy in this? The main science guy. Okay, I've seen so, him in things and I can't place it. Uh, Michael Shannon, I think is who you're talking about. Oh, he's Michael Shannon, yeah. And then the lady is Octavia Spencer. That's uh, so nice. This has 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, so super high, and 7.7 .7 out of 10 on IMDb. I have uh, one really short one and really funny one. I have Connor S. That gives no! <laughs> That's my no? one. That's mine. Okay. <laughs> I, I will not read that then. Uh, how would I do my, my... Oh, yeah, go ahead, Tilly. No, no, Tilly will do it. Okay, yeah. Connor S. on Rotten Tomatoes give it half a star. And he says, A beautifully shot, well-intentioned train wreck. The story is shockingly awful. Luke. Oh, that's where he's from. He's from Boardwalk Empire. That's why I recognise him. Yeah. Ah, okay. Michael Shannon yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got one. Nobody on the Facebook had seen this movie because it basically only came out in three or four cities by the time, by mm -hmm. yesterday. So... Uh, I don't. I think it's coming out in other countries, not until like the end of this month, like twenty fifth, uh, even into January. So, um, I know it came out in New York only the first night, uh, like the preview night uh, on December first. So, but uh, the Facebook, a lot of people were super interested in seeing it still. But I got one from Austin Martinez, and he says, although some prequels, I can't stand uh, to be made to watch. This looks like a this looks like fantastic storytelling. And then uh, Christopher Por uh, Porto says, "How is this a prequel?" And then Casey Jackson says, "From Hellboy." And Amanda says, "It's not a prequel." He confirmed it today in a live event. Uh, so yeah, apparently a lot of people thought this was a sequel or a prequel to Hellboy because there's the one car fish man character yeah. in this. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I got a review from the 3rd of December 2017. Uh, nobody's name. But she really wants to see it. And it says, so what's the deal? I've been watching the trailers and everyone on it like says it's coming out December 1st, 2017. I can't find it. Not even in cinemas. Does this feel, film exist? Because <laughs> I cannot watch it in the cinema or online or, and DVD sites don't have it. I don't think it exists. DVD sites <laughs> don't have it yet? Well, yeah, okay. Uh, this guy knows how the production works. Um, yeah. I, I, think this, I think he puts out his movies maybe uh, in limited release on purpose sometimes to make them yeah, yeah, more yeah. important. I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. More people no, talk I, about I, it for I, longer. I, sure, yeah. I definitely want to see this. Oh, it looks amazing. Hey, ho, it's Mine Hunter type. Episode 7! Seven. 7! <laughs> okay. 7! Seven. Seven. I have more notes. Mother! How many pages uh, of I notes have... have you got this time? Well, more than last week, that's for sure. Uh, I actually, yeah, I, I, I actually have some notes this week because actually <laughs> things happen. 
Uh, we start in Park City, Kansas, and Murderer is packing his gear and intro. So that's all we're getting. By the way, uh, I saw uh, on news sites that uh, it's been confirmed that there will be another season of Mindhunter. Ah, Ooh. okay. Yeah. I Apparently, people really, really love this show. Uh, they thought a lot of people thought this was one of the best shows of the year. I started just now, oh. recently, hearing a lot of buzz about it. So. Oh, it's definitely not the best show. Too. Not the best oh, show of the yeah. year, but. Uh, no, maybe but... maybe at the end there's going to be something that really blows us away. Maybe that's the thing. So yeah, maybe if we oh, can has... rewatch it and binge it like it's supposed to be watched. Maybe. Maybe. Really, if if we're finding problems with it though, uh, it means oh. that other people didn't see those problems, and it's because they didn't watch it the way we're watching it. So yeah. Yeah. That's one episode at a time. Salem or origin. Uh, Holden and Bill comes to the prison. And right, we in my neck guy. of the woods. Yeah. And uh, we hear this guy talking shite coming to where they sit. And uh, they are investigating someone, and I totally forgot who this was. And he doesn't uh, want any coffee, but he wants pizza and smokes. And his name is Jerry Brutos, as I put it. But it isn't. Jerry Brutos. It's Jerry Burdos. No, you were right the first time. It's Jerry B uh B R U D O S. Yeah, and I said Brutal. Oh, okay. I heard it right the first time. Oh, Maybe Brutos. I just heard it wrong. Yeah. yeah. And I understand now that they are uh starting the interview and he makes this snoring sound because he thinks it's boring or something fucking reason uh and uh they are talking about his murdering and uh he says that he didn't do it somewhere like no what huh he I said it's a conspiracy anybody. basically is what he says yeah. <laughs> he, the he, portland he police conspired against me to put me away yeah 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 they drugged yeah. him and made him yeah admit to it. i'm just going to say that because Sorry. they drugged him and they say no no it's okay and they say that they would do stuff to him. Uh, they turned away his wife. And Laura Sullivan was at this uh, door selling Bibles. I, I, I laughed because she was like, uh, selling Bibles, but that's another one. Uh, uh, but he talked to her and he was going to make a picture of her, but then realized he didn't have any film. So he just showed her out. And he says that he has an eye for photos. But he didn't kill any victim, he says. And then they show him this fucking picture of him, uh, of the victim, in with him in the mirror of a car. So he's kind of implicated himself by taking a picture where you can clearly see that... He's the one taking the fucking picture. Right, you can see his whole head in the mirror. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. They're like, hello, I'm here. <laughs> Apparently, the, yeah. I I looked this guy up, and I, he, I don't know uh, what he said the victims' names were, but I looked on Wikipedia, and they do have a list of his confirmed victims, and they're not any of the people they mentioned. So I think in the show, they changed the name of the victims. Kind of interesting. Ah. Hmm. Yeah. 
and he's called them fucking morons. <laughs> and he said that uh, Kemper talked to him, and he laughs. Uh, Bill and Holden leaves the prison, and they're going to talk to Kemper about it, talking to Birdos. Uh, Mom, man comes to the a flight uh, and wants to sit between the FBI, guy, FBI guys. And I have to say, this is the most fun. I really enjoyed this bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. this, this is so funny. I really like this. Because Bill is showing <laughs> Holden stuff to make this man in the middle really, like, uncomfortable. And when he wants to switch seats that he was not willing to, to do first, Bill goes, Nah, I'm comfortable here. Yeah, I'm enjoying the leg room. <laughs> I'm enjoying the leg room. That was so fucking amazing. And, Bill is and so like, spiteful. He's the most, like... Bill is so fucking spiteful, but it's it's del- it's delicious. Yeah, it's, it's very, really yeah. very funny. Yeah. Really well, you funny. screw me over... I'm a uh, yeah, yeah. He's like he's showing pictures of uh, of dead bodies and things like that. It's so funny. Uh, then Doctor Carr is listening to the tapes of uh, Birdos, and he says, and she says, "Sorry, we can learn more from what he doesn't tell us." And I I find that kind of funny uh, and interesting. And they talk about the possibility of. Kemper and Birdos talking about uh, what they've done and how it's not tempering with evidence. And they follow her. They 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 act like they're they are her fucking puppies, like following her like 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 sick puppies. Like, oh, what she's going to say now? I wonder what she's going to say now. Right. It's almost like that. They uh, it's... because. I think it's been determined yeah. in this episode without kind of mentioning it that she's their boss. Because if you notice, yeah. she's in the office and they're kind of in the bullpen outside her yeah. office. They never and say it. And she's moved into that apartment as well, which right. means she's yeah. she's definitely taken the job. Right, sure. So they talk more about what Berdos uh, is not telling them. And Carr is talking that uh, and saying that they should talk uh, to him about more personal stuff. Bill and uh, Holden takes a call to Birdo's ex-wife and she hangs up. And uh, Holden and girlfriends hold hands and get shoes for her. And when they are buying shoes for him, her uh, Holden asks the clerk to get the biggest size of some other shoes. And I was like think, thinking, oh my god, is he going to be a crossdresser now? Oh, I thought that. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I, I, knew the size. Yeah. I knew instantly yeah. it was for the guy in jail. That's I knew instantly oh, that's no. what it was for. And oh, no, I, I just thought it was strange, the scene, it goes from them at uh, Quantico and it goes to the shoe store. And mm-hmm. it was like, we just saw this whole interview about this guy uh, and his infatuation with shoes, and then um, they go to a shoe store, and I'm like, "Well, that's convenient writing." <laughs> yeah. And uh, 
talk about uh, how she doesn't want big feet and uh, he hates uh... sorry uh, I lost my track here oh you pretty uh, much covered about... the shoe store like the yeah. very end is when he bought the giant shoe I think what it was a size 16 or something which yeah. something yeah I worked at, at like a department store on did shoes I don't think I, I don't think I ever saw a woman's 16 I don't know when they've ever even made that size but no, they have to be specialists right right back to Birdos. uh they gave him cigarettes and talk about his crimes talk about him uh working in women's dresses and that his uh, wife didn't understand him and that he uh, uh, photographed some underage girls. There he talks about uh, walking in women's shoes. They uh, make it seem uh, to him that they talked uh, to his ex-wife. Then he says, suddenly just wants to leave because he's pissed off of them. And they tell him the truth and says, that she hang out up on, on, on them, and Holden gives him some women's shoes uh, that he got for them, and they talk about uh, how his interest became uh, sexual, and how he got wa- one of his uh, mom's shoes, and uh, Holden tells this personal story about how his mom walked into his room when he was masturbating. And she said he needs help. And Birdos thinks that his mom wanted to help him jerk off. <laughs> but, uh, like she right. offered to help you? <laughs> yeah, and she's like, oh, she offered to help you? That's sick. Uh, but he, uh, she meant mentally help and not help in that way. Right, I think the uh, guy was just messing with him more than anything. But yeah. Yeah. Birdos' Wait, mom... Uh, burned the shoes uh, that uh, he took into uh, his place but uh, wanted him to be a girl and Verdol said that he did not want to be a girl but he loved shoes and they talk about uh, when he was married uh, and a little more about his mom then uh, Verdol's goes to sit on another place and he masturbates into the shoes and Frog gets a little sick. And well, thinks, right in front of them. <laughs> like, he doesn't go, yeah. like, right in another in pl- When you said them, yeah. in another place, like, yeah, it's oh, not another. It's right. That goes to, like... He goes to a different bench. Right, but it's only, what, like, maybe off. 10 feet away. <laughs> yeah. And but he not might a- not have wanted to take them to his cell. Right, maybe but he's he, not allowed to take them to his he cell. He probably is not. They have a big spike on the heel. But, uh... Yeah. The, he go, he goes farther away from them, but he just gets closer to the guard who's on the outside of the cage. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not getting he's farther away from anybody when he's doing this. He just, yeah. Uh, Bill and Holden talks, and Bill uh, asks if his story about his mom was true or not, and he confirms it's uh, works. And Bill gets really irritated when Holden asks about his wife. Dr. Carr uh, watches some TV, then goes watching, washing, sorry, not watching, washing some clothes in her underwear. Uh, 
and she right. hears she's, she's in her apartment, cat. like the apartment we saw last week, and right. for some reason, she did they say something like, oh, nobody else has moved in yet or something? Because she's just running around the hallways of the apartment building in her, like, in her underwear yeah, and a underwear. t-shirt. Yeah. Did I miss something I thought there? she had, like, a dressing gown thing over. No, it was like a men's, oh, she, no, men's no, no. Uh, dress yeah. shirt is what it looked like to me. Men's and she just didn't have any shirt, pants then, uh, on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe and it's just the fact that she's it's showing that she's worn underwear. all of her clothes. Yeah. Right. And it's okay. like laundry day. You know, you turn up to the laundromat and you're in like I don't know a Halloween costume or something because you've got nothing else to wear she just doesn't have any and she pants hears to wear this, yeah yeah and she has this cat meowing meow and she wonders where it could be so biggest teaser just... ever yeah oh, I was <laughs> really? disappointed yeah. by this yeah I was like oh my god there's gonna be a cat that sounds like a kitten there's definitely gonna be a cat and she's <laughs> yeah oh that cat is making a lot of noise it's a cat cat and she sits out some food for the cat uh, in the cellar and sits down and waits for it. But she can't sit there all day and she goes. And next day she sees that the cat has eaten it all. I, that's uh, not Bill what I got. And... What I got from the scene is like she waited for a minute and was like, I'm just being stupid. Ah, why do, why do yeah. I want to yeah. get this cat so badly? It was like yeah. there's something going on here like. Uh, she wants this ca- to get this cat for some reason. She wants she's to have lonely. this cat. Yeah, she's, she's lonely. Okay, yeah. She's she needs somebody lonely. to be with. But yeah. doesn't she have a girlfriend, which we've already seen? I think she's yeah. left her girlfriend. And we I just think ne- she's left her girlfriend as well. I think she's just walked off and never spoken to her yep. again. Yep. Uh, and they nev- never mentioned this? Yeah. Or we're going to find out about it later. I think we'll probably find out Ooh. about it later. She'll okay. probably be on the phone to her or something trying to arrange to get her stuff, which is why she hasn't, why she didn't have any clothes and she was, right. Yeah. She okay. was doing her laundry. If she just got what she was wearing. Okay, I guess Bill that on makes the phone. sense. Bill on the phone about his son, and uh, Doctor Carr gives uh, feedback on the conversation. She's as angry that they throw out her questionnaire and. Uh, she uh, protects his uh, um, this guy's taste in women clothing and says it has nothing to do with the crime that he wanted to go uh, in women's clothing. And she clear, clearly takes it a kind of personal that they think they, uh, that there's something wrong walking in, around in women's clothing. Yeah. Bill out uh, eating with his wife, uh, and they talk about their son. He does not want uh, to buy his son expensive shrink, and Bill has uh, gotten a rec- recommendation on a cheaper shrink, and his wife is uh, not happy at all. Wife wants to get him into a private school, uh, his uh, autistic well, son. He's- He's in a private school. Yeah, she was worried he's going to get kicked people. out. Yeah. yeah, and she wants to send him to a musical therapist, and he's yeah. saying no. We'll send him to a proper actual shrink. If we're going to send him some anywhere, then it's going to be a real doctor, not some hippie. Yeah, and where then they're coming home and they meet uh, the baby sister uh, Julia that has clearly been crying, and she found a picture of a body under uh, the autistic son's bed. Uh, 
and she wants to quit and does it because she's seen what she's seen. And Bill and wife argues about work and their son. They argue about him and Bill shows his wife picture, uh, pictures of dead bodies and gets angry and mad and upset. And instead of like uh, giving her him argue back, she just looks at him lovingly and gives him a huge hug. I was like, aww. Right. See, the whole problem, I guess, they've realized... I think this is the point of the scene, is they've realized in their relationship, uh, Bill can't reveal all this stuff to her because she, he doesn't want her to deal with this crap either, but it's keeping right. them from completely connecting with each other because he's got to keep this stuff secret yeah. from her. So... Yeah. Now that she's seen what it is, she realizes, oh, I've just got to live with this because I don't want to be seeing this. I don't want to know yeah, about this he's, crap. He's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is, I didn't think he was. He's right. And he's just protecting me and my mental state. Dr. Carr opens a box of tuna and goes down to the cellar with a glass of wine. I think that's kind of funny. Still waiting for the cat. Uh, and, and then she, she just walks away. Dr. Carr, away, yeah. most most uh, impatient <laughs> woman on television. <laughs> she she has she no hears... patience to wait for this cat. No, no, she has absolutely no patience. But she hears this cat eating and she smiles. Alden gives Dr. Carr coffee, talks about Birdos on the shoes, his mom, uh, and then how this teacher uh, put uh, down her shoes in front of him, uh, and how he got attracted to shoes. I don't understand the shoe fetish. I, 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 I don't really understand it. It's uh, one of those, as with most fetishes, if you don't have it, it's hard to understand. Sure, right. I thought you were talking about in this case. Which didn't they mention in this case, they think it's connected to them being forbidden from when his mom burned the shoes. Yeah, so he mm-hmm. connects it with like a forbidden yeah. thing. And that's why. Yeah. So, in this case, that's Bill, I think what they think. Yeah. Is it, am I right or, or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Totally wrong. All right. Bill comes to the office, uh, talks to a policeman about some knots. Uh, Doctor uh, Carr talks to Bill and apologizes about what she said before. Then we get the most awkward scene in the fucking whole fucking series. Because the girlfriend is making Holden dinner. Ooh la la. And uh, they eat. And uh, they talk about how fucking amazing she is. And she kind of asks her to get married with her. But they're like, <laughs> how do you want to get married? Haha, <laughs> that's a funny right, uh, notion that you asked me. It's a me joke. Yeah. We'll get married. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> you didn't really ask me, did you? <laughs> it's so funny that you asked me to get married. <laughs> uh, and then they go to bed. And he takes off some clothing. Do 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 do. Bada bada. Da do 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 da. Bada bada. And she gets in the sexy underwear. Da di di da ba. And she has some shoes on. 
and they make out. But then we see how <laughs> Holden is so really uncomfortable with this because it's the shoes, you see. And uh, he also seems a little intrigued. He's like, uh, uh, uh. and Holden looks at her shoes and suddenly he can't get it up. So, uh, his penis, that is. So, <laughs> Thank you for uh, Yeah, that's you more than welcome. So, he, he goes like, uh, what is this? And, and she gets fucking irritated and like, I just tried to be someone else. And she walks up. And we go to credits. Right. I guess, I mean, we realized in the last scene when they were at Quantico that Bill is getting burned out on all this death, pretty much. Yeah. And right at the end of that scene, he said, uh, they look at Holden and kind of joke about it, like, why can't I be like him? It doesn't affect, it it doesn't seem to affect him at all. He's like a robot, basically. Uh, Which Holden, up to this point, kind of has been. And then in this scene, you this they reveal maybe this is affecting Holden more than we think, right? So yeah. Well, after you've just essentially seen somebody masturbating into those kind of shoes, and then your girlfriend's wearing them in bed, it'd be right. hard not to have that <laughs> sort of connection. <laughs> of, oh no, I'm just seeing some murderer jerking off now. That's oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's not like you can mention it at the time. It would kind of bring the mood down. So Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> oh. you just reminded me of this big fat oh. murderer. <laughs> sorry, you just remind me of the fat man jerking into shoes. Can yeah. We, <laughs> that would bring the mood to... down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little. Could you not have just kept your socks on? <laughs> <laughs> Where are your yeah, tennis shoes? I, I like this episode. This was uh, better than last week. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. The very first scene with the BTK killer uh, that we see every week is the is. Are we going to go all the way to the very last episode and then he's actually going to do something? Is that what the? Maybe. Yeah. Probably, or he's been doing stuff all the way through. It's just we've not seen it yet, and then he's going to yeah. come to light, and they're going to get involved in his case. I well, just at least from this scene, it seemed like. Uh, they were showing him with all of his, with the, like, the gloves and the coat and, like, all of his supplies or whatever, his killing supplies. And you had yeah. him, like, laid out, like, maybe this was the, f- okay, I'm getting ready to do this. This is the first time. Like, that kind of felt like that to me. So, I don't know. Look, are you ready to repeat after me? Okay. Repeat after me. Froda and Tilly, you were right about the Nintendo Adventure book. I just said it. I just said it would be a, a, a might be a better storyline. I didn't say we were gonna die, but yeah, <laughs> we were right. Yeah, yeah, we're, 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 we're still fine. We're not dead. <laughs> yep. Okay, it's you first. Look, right. I am Toad. Watch out! Toad yells suddenly. Mario looks down. A chomp muncher is about to snap off the toe of his shoe. Yikes! 
Mario leaps into the air and crashes into a stone block floating overhead. With a jingling sound, two gold coins fly loose. Mario is glad to keep the change, but it doesn't solve his immediate problem. What was about finding another way out? He asks. The chomp munchies are getting closer and closer. Maybe this wall here will help. Toad points at the side next to the passage. There's a coded message on it. Toad just always finds coded messages everywhere in this book. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the second time the he's brain, done it. Isn't he? Yeah, That's why he's got such a big hat five. on. It's yeah. full of his brain. Yeah. So we've got to solve this puzzle to see what happens next. There's a secret message in these stones, but Mario needs your help to decipher it. Can you help him and his friends escape? <sighs> I'm oh, not explaining yeah. all of this code. This is uh, an no, actual proper no. cipher. <laughs> I didn't do any of this. Did anybody do this? We've got T W No G T O, right? Oh yeah, no, I was looking I was doing that wrong. I can't it's really hard to read, it's all pixelated. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what it could be. T O Two? Yeah. Then G. D. E. T. Oh, e. to get. To get. Uh, yes. O. And then to get out, obviously. To get out. Uh. uh a. Uh, let's see, what's this? A. Oh, to get. To get out all. Oh. Uh, G G O all go all go go and then the B E the go back oh go up go up oh, yeah and then uh go up D D O. Uh, go up, down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? To go out, go yeah, up, that's... down. Oh yeah. Okay. It... And uh, the choices uh, we collect two coins, by the way. Yes. If Mario has found a hammer and you think he should use it to smash the whole place down, turn to page one one one. Or if Mario doesn't have a hammer. Or you think the coded message means something else? Turn to page eleven. I'd go with eleven. Eleven, I guess. <laughs> We've got eleven, eleven, and one, one, one. That's interesting. I think we have four yeah. coins now, don't we? Because we collected two coins in the past. Yeah. So yeah. we have four yeah. coins total. I wonder if we're going to be able to use that for something, or if it's just going to be whatever. Yeah. I'll have to keep a note of it. Yeah. We at least have four coins now. Money, money, money. It's so funny in a rich man's world. That's ABBA, if anybody wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> Bring uh, a bit of ABBA into your world. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug, uh, Tilly? Uh, I was going to say Russell Brand's new tour, but I don't know if it's any good yet. <laughs> so I'll hold my plugs you till next week. You will tell us next, next, next week, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luke. Uh, plug people plugging the show. Go and share our show 
with people so yeah, we can get it out there. Share our show, please. Uh, my magnificent uh, girlfriend did it this week. Thank you, Margaret. Uh, thank you. Share. Yes. Yeah. Sharing is caring, so thank you. Uh, and uh, you can get my uh, other show that I talk a lot about wrestling on with someone called Bill. It's another, I was just going to say it's another digital citizen on Facebook. <laughs> I was like, no, that wrestling show on iTunes. Go and check it out. Next week, we will do Clash of Champions predictions. We will do Mindhunter episode to eight. Just... Uh, when we done episode eight, there's two episodes left, so there's three episodes left right now. That's how math works. <laughs> uh, we will do another digital review of what? Get just get started. What that is? Just getting started. What that is? Uh, just getting started. Yeah. Looks like an action adventure starring Tommy Lee Jones, Morgan Freeman, and Renee Russo. Wow, Ooh, sounds horrible. <laughs> Old people action-adventure movie. So we'll see what happens there. Cool. And uh, we will tell you our five best and worst TV shows of 2017 next week. We will tell you what you should have been watching. And what you, if you haven't seen it, to miss. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's uh, all next week from United States of America. From Norway and from United Kingdom, this has been another Digital Citizen. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. Goodbye, citizen.